for comprehensive eye care, choose the doctors at Clarkson Eye Care. We really cover a full scope of optometry. And the staff and equipment available to meet the patient's needs in a timely manner. If you're faced with an eye emergency, we are equipped to get you in as fast as possible. If it's something where we need a second opinion, yes, the network we have is is outstanding. For your family's eye care, choose Clarkson Eye Care. I want them to feel confident that they are going to leave with my best care for them. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me. As always, my tag team partner and a man whose contract has yet to expire. We're hoping to to sign an extension, a multi-year extension with this man. It's one Chris F. Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always during this, during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Oh, Roy, there's just always, (laughs) I I thought about this and I think we're on our like two-year anniversary or I don't even know if it's anniversary. (laughs) Anniversary is like important of like the pandemic. And now with just this, this, craziness that's happening in ukraine it's like man is is the world allowed to get a break um doesn't seem like it seems like the last few years um has kind of been one thing after another um i know on twitter you said the last couple years like it's been it's been a long couple years it's been a little crazy right here i was just super crazy the last two years but i mean like it's been it's been really crazy um last few years um yeah no it doesn't seem like you know we get you know a, a few weeks off from from not having to worry about a lot of things um, you know, hopefully again, you know, you're listening to this show and other shows like, and hopefully it can take your mind off everything that's going on in this crazy world. Um, and, and thinking about much less important things, um, when it comes to the world of sports. Um, and we have a lot to talk about that is much less important, um, in the world of sports because, um, our local teams never fail to disappoint, especially one specific local team never fails to disappoint. And staying in the news, of course, that's the local basketball team. A lot of news with the local basketball team, even though they haven't played a game over the past week. Um, the Sixers, of course, as with everyone else in the NBA, on the All-Star break, but a lot of news surrounding the Sixers. And the again, as of this airing, this will have already happened, but the debut of James Harden and the mm-hmm. Philadelphia 76ers uniform this weekend, Minnesota Friday, New York Knicks uh, uh, Sunday. Um, so the James Harden era begins this weekend in Philadelphia. Ben Simmons era hasn't quite yet begun in Brooklyn. Um, I can, I think I can officially say that before this airs, um, but we will see what happens with Ben Simmons and, and make our own best guesstimates as whether or not Ben Simmons will play on March the 10th in uh, the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. So we have that to talk about, of course. Of course, we need to discuss the abomination that was NBA All-Star Weekend. Some of the stuff you can fix and some of this you can't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at a point now where it's like, you know, I don't know what to do. Um, no, I, I, I mean, like, people keep expecting it to be good at every, like, I mean, in, in 10 years, how many good all-star games, like, because I watched four minutes of, like, the all-star game. It's worse than it's ever been in terms of just what in terms of the act in terms of like effort that's happening because really it's just dudes jogging up and down like i mean does it get semi-competitive in like the not even the fourth quarter the last what three minutes of the fourth quarter well it gets it gets it was it was more competitive this year well i guess the last two years you know because well, I, at least this year, I can't speak for last year because I don't remember the score. But this year, going into the fourth quarter, the game was actually – well, it was like a one-point difference. So, basically, both teams had a fairly even shot to win the game this year in the fourth quarter thanks to the Elam ending. So, yeah, so the fourth quarter, again, doesn't really, you know, move the needle a lot uh, or hasn't moved the needle a lot until the, the new Elam ending came in. But, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I have a couple of ideas, but I'm not sure what else we can do. <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm save this. I do want to talk about, we'll save this for later. I do want to talk about the NBA 75th anniversary celebration because that was the highlight of the weekend as well. Of course, we got some football news because football is 24-7, 365. Somebody got a Tony Romo-sized bag to jump network. So we'll figure out what that means for everybody else when it comes to the broadcasting and you play-by-play. You forgot to say, man. Yes. The, the best, one of the best nerd parts of football, footballdom is happening this week, baby. Is it this week? 
It, it's happening in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's this week? Oh, jeez. Jeez, yes. I, I completely forgot. All right, March, yeah, so. <laughs> March 1st to the 7th. All right, yeah, so yeah, so we got the combine to talk about. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff to get to again on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout outs, my friend? No, let's just say the usual thank yous to the people that allow us to make this happen. Yeah, shout outs to our friends here, here at Philly Cam Radio, 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. You can catch us every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on the Philly Cam live stream. If you go to phillycam.org or if you go to tunein.com, search for Philly Cam. You can listen to us there or you can go to uh, tune, what I said, that's said tune in. So, or, or if you're in Philadelphia itself, excuse me, you can turn, tune in to 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. And you can find us wherever you get your podcasts as well Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. TuneIn Radio, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen at home. Take us with you on the go, 24-7, 365. You can also check us out on the uh, on the, on the Twitterverse. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS Line. Of course, we'll be tweeting a lot about James Harden, uh, his debut this weekend, or his debuts, I guess this his debut weekend, against Minnesota Friday which has already happened, and the Knicks game on Sunday. What else are you between? Well, you'd be tweeting about. I guess you'd be tweeting about the combine. You're the, you're the combine guy. So no, uh, yes, 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 and um, I, I think I'm just other than the sports man. I gotta like because right now it's it's a dark time on on the bird app, especially with this yeah. thing. Because frankly, people can't help themselves with jokes because i didn't know war could like it, it twitter has proved that you can make a joke about anything mm-hmm. as as tasteless as tasteless as a topic as war i've learned that <laughs> yeah twitter yeah twitter twitter's for the jokes like twitter's like i i really go to for twitter for the news and the jokes and twitter has, has shown us again twitter's undefeated when when it comes to making a joke about everything so yeah so twitter for those of you again who are so inclined, and again, in the time of war, who, who are looking for that, then again, Twitter, Twitter, the bird app is there for you. Um, I will I will continue to pontificate and break down videos on Ben Simmons shooting form and estimate whether or not he'll <laughs> ben, be back. Ben, like, I, I really am surprised that I thought that you, because you're a very move, like, move on, like, you're not, like, what is, what is it about the Ben Simmons situation that, like me, is kind of like I would say rent free, but like I, I don't know, paying a, dis- <laughs> a discounted fee in your head. No, no, that, that's fair. That's fair. I had, rate. that's fair. I had that thought. It's, I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you. I'm glad you called me out. I'm glad you called me out on this because no, I had because, this thought. No, no, because I've I felt that I I've always felt that for the last two years, it, like the sports portion of my rent uh, of my apartment uh, of my apartmental head. Yes. Ben Simmons has occupied a lot of it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's uh, like, and I don't know why. I have no idea why. Never met the man. Never played video games with the man. Don't have anything really personally against the guy. It's not like he's like, I don't know. Like, like it's not like he's like a felon. I, I don't like. But what is it about this man that just apparently from his teammates too? Because apparently his teammates can't stand him either. Like, I don't, like what is it about this man? That just makes people just analyze, take screenshots of tweets. Like I, because I am as I'm. Uh, no, like I can say I'm more guilty of this. Like my historical, my history of just obsessing over this man is is bad. But I and, and I don't know when it will end. Like I don't know. Is there an end? Will, will we kick this dude out of our head? So I will I will respond for myself because I can only respond for myself. I will pontificate about his teammates, but I'll respond for myself at first. So for me, uh, probably a week before the trade deadline, like before the Harden stuff became like quasi reality, for me, I had resigned myself to the fact that he would either a sit out for the year or b go to some nothing verse team like the Sacramento Kings, and I wouldn't have to deal with this man and you know for another calendar basketball year whatever have you until the kings came around then the Harden thing happened then it was like oh all right well we got a guy for ben simmons a guy who's gonna sit out we got a guy who's you know gonna come here and be a value and oh by the way the nets come to town it's the nets come into town thing that has him again like I, you're right like usually i'm done with this and like the ben thing like i was like 
He was sitting at home playing Call of Duty. I really didn't care. But now that he got traded, all right, I don't care a little bit. Now that he got traded to the Nets, all right, I care a little bit more. Now he got traded to the Nets, and they're coming here in a couple of weeks. All right, he's back. His stuff was still in my apartment. I didn't kick yeah. him out. He still had his toothbrush in the in the bathroom. <laughs> had his socks laying around. Had his Xbox cord still in there. I was like, oh, oh you know what? Straight. This dude's still here, man. It's no, but like, like, but what is it about? Is it the situation? It's the situation. It's, it's the no, situation. Is it the, is it the is it the mysteriousness of it? Because I well, think, like, I not for me though. Because if, if Ben Simmons got traded to the Kings, I mean, I'd be like, all right, that's cute or whatever, like that. We'll see you next year, buddy. Like it's whatever. Like I don't even care. Like I no, care, but, but I don't. But about like about the Nets part, are you? Is it just him existing in Brooklyn, or is him? Is it him existing in Brooklyn and not having? And an iota of information on how what type of basketball player I'll be. For me, again, I can only speak for me. It's him yeah. existing in Brooklyn, Brooklyn being a, a chief rival, and oh by the way, Brooklyn coming here with a month left to go in a regular season as both teams fight for playoff positioning. That that's it for me. That's what it is for me. Again, like I said, if he went somewhere, if he went to 24 other basketball, maybe not 24, 22 other, 20 other basketball teams. Probably wouldn't even care. But given everything, that, like I don't even care about whether or not, what, can he play, can he not play? I don't even care. Will this man show up? I got I to gotta caution myself. Will this man show up and play basketball on the 10th? That's no, all I'm saying. But, no, like I, I guess, but what is it about that day? Like do you think in, in our collective mind, and you're speaking for yourself obviously, mm-hmm. but is it just like a test in your – like it, everyone's because because this isn't you, this isn't just me. This is everybody. Right. That like, does he need the like? What kind of people are gonna people are going to explain? Like people are gonna come up with their own rationales on why he's not or is or isn't playing there. But what is like? Is is that like for the general public? Is is that just like validation for them if he weren't to play to say, yo, this dude is terrible? Yes. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, we have, like, we are not, we are not afraid to tell because, frankly, like, I don't know. Like, it's, you get into, like, very just a slippery slope stuff. Right. You use, use the words scared. Like, I don't know when you're, like, questioning, like, I don't know that. So, but, like, like, I don't know. Like, because to be honest, man, I'm starting to, like, like, and I'll qualify this to say, did he have a lot to do with, like, I don't know, things going really bad in Philly? I'd say he played more than 50% of the reason for it, it going bad. However, I have a feeling that this thing, this, him, like, his struggles just have a lot, have more to do with basketball. Because I think, like, I don't know, like, I really feel that, like, and I read a couple pieces. I just feel that, like, like, was... Like that game seven Hawks, I feel was just like the culmination of just years of just him just losing confidence. I really feel like this is just a exercise of a guy. Like, I don't know. Like I, I mentioned to you, Rick and Keel and like, a, it, it, like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, cause if this dude were ready to play, Roy, he's fully healthy and he's 25 years old, not coming off an injury. If he's taking a month to get ready, I, I have, I have questions. And I think everyone has questions. I think Nets fans have because, like, a guy who was like, and, and don't give me the fact he didn't play all season. You know what leads to like not playing all season? Energy. <laughs> all right. So just for a little backstory. So two weeks ago, as we're recording this, two weeks ago, uh, Ben Simmons was traded to the Nets uh, for James Harden. Um, there were other players involved, but of course, those are the two mains in the said, said trade. So we are two weeks from said trade. Um, Ben Simmons, as of this recording, is still kind of working himself back into basketball conditioning. Um, the last update we got from the Nets was a video of Ben Simmons um, shooting out after practice um, with Nets uh, player development coach Kyle Korver on the side. Looks like they were working on Ben Simmons' shot. Um, according according to um, Steve Nash, according to Sean Marks, again, he's kind of working on his kind of getting back to basketball conditioning self. Um, so he's not really there. Steve Nash said he, he clearly he says he basically doesn't consider him as a active practice participant at this point. 
Um, but again, like it's look, it's two, it's been two weeks since the trade deadline. Again, five or six of those days have been you know All Star Weekend related. So again, I don't you know you're not getting any practice in then. So I think the Wednesday practice this week was the only full practice the Nets have had since then, and I think they're only going to have one more full practice until the uh, the Sixers game on March the 10th. So not a lot of time for Ben Simmons to practice fully. That being said, again, your point is valid. Ben Simmons is 25 years old. Ben Simmons, from what we've heard, has been rel- has been staying relatively in shape during you know, during this. Like again, he hasn't played a lot of five on five, but he has been going to the facility. He has been working out. Has been doing individual drills. So he's a 25 year old in relatively decent shape. How long do you think it would take for him to get and get back into basketball, NBA basketball shape? A month seems kind of long, but again, no one has any idea where we are in this in this scenario. I know you. I know you're you are of the opinion that he's not going to play on the tenth. No. Uh, Ramona Shelburne said that Simmons is quote uh, quote unquote weeks away. Um, when Sean Marks was asked about it earlier this week, he said he doesn't think that Durant and Simmons are going to be ready within a few days. But you know, he said he wouldn't count it out completely. Um, to me, that means. You know, maybe Durant comes back, maybe Sims doesn't. So um, I think it's probably a photo finish if you if it comes down to it. Um, but yeah, it's really it's a really weird situation. Like it's like I know you need time to get ready to get back into basketball NBA conditioning shape. But again, how long is long when you're 25 years old, 25 years old and kind of kind of been in shape? That's that's the, really the question. No, I no, and I, it's a like I, I think that's where I think like I don't know like. Maybe he, like maybe this thing he's dealing with is really bad. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I don't like that's where like I, I don't like that's why like I don't know. Like maybe he was maybe he was telling the truth when it's like yo it wasn't like Philly or it wasn't like right. maybe he just like I don't like maybe he just needed to like not be in that like I don't know like environment in his mind like I don't because really I think I think it all comes back to like basketball. It's not like does he not like a lot of people on the Sixers? Yes. But I think, like, I don't know, like, and this is just me, I don't know, pontificating, is if the dude felt confident in his game, I think he would have been playing. And I think that's, like, I don't know, he, like, but I think in his mind, like, or or I guess his action saying, yo, I'm not ready to play. Like, and, like You think you would have been playing, you think you would have been playing by now? No, 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 no. I, I, I think if if he didn't feel like, that moment cratered his confidence. I mm-hmm. think he would have been playing on the Sixers. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, you know, it's no, it's yeah. Like again, like you said, it's a slippery slope because it's hard to kind of you know, again, pontificate and figure out what's going on in his mind. You that know, no, and, and that for me is that for me is the entry. It's like I don't know. A lot of people are like saying, "Oh, the next one is great." I'm like, how can you like reasonably say this? You have no one. I don't think the Nets know. Well, no, I think they do. Well, but like, I don't know, obviously they're not telling anyone. But I mean, like, I think, and I, I mean, if you're working on guy, if you're working with a guy on his left-handed, like left-handed, like layup, like I, I mean, that's just showing you, you. That's like saying, yo, you didn't do the summer reading. It's like that's like, but I feel like if you're really in those mental straits, how much are you really able to like hone on your craft if you're just feeling bummed out? That's a, that's a good question, and like you're, you're right. Like we don't know. Like we don't have any ideas. Like you said, the Nets. The only people who have the, any idea about this are the the Nets players and whoever's at Nets practice every day. Like thirty people know where Ben Simmons is, and maybe you know Liam and those dudes. Like maybe they know. No one has any idea. Nope. I don't care about any of that. I don't care. I don't care if this dude shoots with his right hand. I don't care if this dude shoots with his left hand. I don't care if he passes the ball every single time he gets the ball. I need to know this man. Physically going to be in the building on March the tenth. It's the only thing I care about. It's now, the only now thing. Will you, now, now, will, will, will that be the time where you kick him out of your head? Yeah, for me, for me, <laughs> I'm done. Like when I walk, when when the two of us walk out of that building at nine forty-five, maybe earlier because we don't EP traffic. Nine thirty <laughs> of that of, the, of, of March the tenth. He's like he's out of my head. Like I'm like I for me the chapter's close. Like it's done. even if they play in the playoffs. Like it's a, that's yeah that's that's different. Like the chapter's closed at that point. For a lot of Philadelphians, that's not the case, and that won't be the case. And I get it. I understand. I just need to see. I need closure. This is my closure. 
This is him coming back over to my house, picking up his Xbox. <laughs> picking up, it's like, hey man, like you were a terrible roommate. Here's all your stuff. It's in a box. Don't even don't even come up the steps. Just get your stuff. You don't don't send somebody else to get your stuff. Come get your stuff. No, but no, no, but in Ben's case, that's what he probably do. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't send nobody else to get your stuff. Be, be I want to say be a man, but you know what I'm saying. Like yes. I want you, I want you to <laughs> like I want you to come get your stuff and like let's end this chapter, you know, and then we're done. That's it. That's for, for me. Again, I only speak for myself. I know a lot of Philadelphians are gonna sell a lot of t-shirts and have a lot of posts about this for years. I don't no, think I'm gonna be in that group. And, and I think like I don't know, like I all I, I keep saying to myself, you I have never seen like a lot of elements of this because usually when a teammate has turmoil with a team, or like when a guy gets traded, you rarely hear about the drama in the locker room. Because usually, like, locker room stuff is meant for the locker room. Like, you'll either hear it, like, I don't know, like, Wode saying a source told them so-and-so had a brief. No. You have current guys on the team right now, on their podcast, saying, yo, I don't, like, this is, like, I don't know, like, I feel like they just don't, and I, I don't know, this is just saying, like, I don't know, like, Danny Green, like, I just don't think they owe this dude like, I don't know. And, like, they feel they don't owe him that that kind of, kind of sacredness of, like, keeping stuff private cause with everything that happened. Because I had no idea why Danny Green feels compelled to air all this out right now. Yeah. And so, with the Danny Green thing, and, and we actually, uh, you know, earlier, to, on, well, I guess early on Thursday, we got a conflicting report from Seth Curry about Danny Green's statements. But Danny Green, on his Inside the Green Room podcast earlier this week, said that his Ben's relationship with Seth Curry and Andre uh, Drummond was not "quote unquote" cordial in Philadelphia. Now, uh, Seth Curry was asked about those comments earlier this week, and he said, "quote The relationship was fine. He wasn't around, so I don't know what Green meant by that. Quote, wasn't cordial. I don't know what that means, but the relationship was fine. He just wasn't around, so we didn't see him, or we we didn't see him a lot, or we didn't talk a lot. But as far as now, he's on my team. I went to battle with him last year. We did a lot of good stuff. I'm going to go to war with who I'm going to go to war with, and who's on my team." So I'm looking forward to getting back out there with him and doing good stuff. Okay, let's parse this out. Clearly, they're not friends. All right. No, now- no, oh, no, <laughs> no, no. Like I think that's that's the crux of it. Is this is a professional relationship? I don't right. think like I don't like like he didn't seem overly like I don't know like bet, like willing to like I don't know say yo he's my buddy right. and like kudos to Curry for that because like obviously there's some resentment there and like I don't know like like you can just you can just set, tell from, like, the tone in Seth Curry's voice. It's like, yo, like, I don't know, like, but we're past, like, he's like, but I'll get past that because it's a business. He kept yeah. saying it's a business. It's, it's a, business. a business. Right. So, yeah. but, I, I, I mean, like, how much, but I always say that's fine if things are going well, where, like, you have a profound, but I always say when, when things get rough, can you like how much can a guy like that who has an experience with him trust the guy? Like, and, and that's where, and just back to the Danny thing, it's like I have no idea why Green feels compelled to like say these things. Like, I like what's what's his end game? Like, just to get off his chest? Uh, obviously, Danny Green like, has has some resentment <laughs> that yeah. he hasn't gotten. No, past. no, I think no, I, I think like resentment, like. And, and and one, this isn't just some young kid just like shoot from the hip and not knowing anywhere. This dude's like, like a, he's been in the league for a long time, so he knows what he's doing. So, and, but and he's a multiple-time champion. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, like I think Danny, because Danny Green's, you know, and like I hate to use the analogy, but he's been in he's been in the foxhole with these guys. Like he like he's been you know he's been you know like he's won titles. He's been you know deep into the playoffs. He understands what it takes you know to do this and the commitment that it takes from your entire team to win the biggest prize in the NBA. So he probably feels a little bit of resentment that again, like a guy that he went, you know, to, you know, deep in the playoffs with just didn't show up, you know, yeah. for several months. And he says like, look, man, like I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Cause this dude clearly doesn't care about me. So I get it. It's what you're right. It's weird. Cause I, I, I cannot think of another example where another teammate, another current NBA player went at another current NBA player this often. Immediately. Immediately <laughs> after he was traded, yeah, it never they, happens. Like, usually they will say, and I think, but I think the root of this is 
Simmons' relationship with the best player. Or like I don't know, right. like like I, I mean like I, I think they're they're all just taking their their kind of their lessons from the best player on the team and he's open about saying it. So they're like, yo, okay, if 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 Big Mike's saying it, I could say it because obviously they this team as a collective felt some way about this guy basically bailing out. Like bailing like bailing on. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't blame him. Yeah, no, I'm I'm yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I, I really think the, the whole tipping point in this was was the day he got kicked out of practice. Because that yep. kind of changed everything. Because when he came no, back, I it's think, like no, and I think that changed their tone on if things were to like because once again, man, if he would have just played the good soldier role, been miserable, but showed up and yep. just tried, I think they would have a lot more respect for him. A lot like they would not be airing this out the way they are. They wouldn't, right. I, right. I, in my mind. Right. Yeah. So, so Danny Green said, you know, he talked about Curry's and Simmons, Curry's and Drummond's relationships. He said he'd be surprised if Simmons played in Philadelphia March 10th because, quote, he doesn't like playing at Philly, end quote. He also doesn't think Ben would shake hands before or after the game, um, which would be a little awkward scene. Um, but again, you know, Ben's kind of brought this on himself. Ben has, from what we can gather, Ben has friends on the team. I mean, he's, he's, he's spoken to Tobias. He said he, he spoke to Tobias. After the deal, I think he's fairly friendly with Matisse Leibel. Um, So he's friendly but with I some think, of these guys. But I think friends to Ben Simmons aren't like good friends. I think they're just like work friends. Like, I don't know. Like, that, like, like, I, like, I always like, it's like the Abbott Elementary episode where, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, where, where, like, they say work friends. You're like, oh, like, I don't know. But are we like real friends? It's like, no, I feel like, I don't know. Like, they talk about, like, I don't know. Yo. Yo, how yo, how good with the catering, or or, or like how good with the catering today, or, or or like work stuff. You're not talking, like you're not getting deep. And I think, I think Ben Simmons is just a very just private dude. Right. And like I don't know, like doesn't like doesn't. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't say intentionally, but just the way he the way he just is, he's not getting like close to close to guys. And that's I think I think you're just learning a lot about like I don't know the way Ben Simmons is as a dude. Like I don't know. I, I don't think he means like terribly. I just like I don't know. Like he he just his he does he doesn't feel that like part of his job is to I don't know like get to know his teammates, which I think is incorrect. But like I don't know, I like how how the hell are you gonna tell a guy? Yeah, I think you need to be like I think you need to hang out with your teammates more. You can't. I I just want to see like because again when he if and when because at some point the the two of these you know Simmons and. Tobias or Simmons and Matisse or whoever he's friendly with on the Sixers. At some point, he's going to be on the floor with one of these guys or one or more of these guys. Is he going to wait for them to come over and give him some dat? Is he going to go over there and give him some dat? When he's over there, does he talk to Doc Rivers? Does he talk to Joel Embiid? Does he talk to everybody else? Or does he just kind of like, does he, does he, you know, because again, like we've all been in that situation. And it's like, oh, all right, there's somebody over there, you know, I want to say what's up to, but they're hanging with somebody who I don't want to say what's up to. So what do I do? Do I pretend they don't exist? And hope they make the first like it's it's like, it's really it's really weird. It's like a really weird scenario. This is what I'm here for. I'm here for all that. I'm here for the mess. It's like LeBron. no, because usually because usually sports doesn't have this layer of like basic. I'd say it high school drama. Yeah, we're like I don't know because like a lot of players just keep this internally because they feel they owe instead of like respecting the other person, be like yo, this happened in the locker room. What happens in the locker room is sacred. We're not gonna like like we're gonna air this out in the media. This is an entirely new element for tons of reasons. Like I don't know. So, but I'll take advantage of the entertainment. No, I'm here for the entertainment. I want to see the entertainment again. This is like you know when Durant dipped out on on Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook and, and didn't tell him. And Russell Westbrook was upset for a while. And then, you know, the All-Star game came around. They're like, oh, man, you know, it's Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. They're going to dap each other up. You know, they're going to throw each other oops or whatever. Like, this, this is the kind of mess I'm, I'm here for. So No, but, this, no, yeah. but like, even even you heard, like, I don't know, all the stories about Durant and Westbrook never getting along. You never heard either, any of those guys out of their mouth saying, yeah, I didn't rock with that dude. They yeah, did no. their best to kind of keep things, like, I don't know, cordial. But not yeah. even about cordial, like, like adapted a hug, like, you ain't getting adapted a hug for Ben Simmons ever. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hopefully we will find out whether what we get on March the 10th. Again, we, we have no idea, you know, how this is going to go. The Nets have no idea what position that man even plays. Um, they said he might be a one. 
He might be a four. He might be a five. Who knows? Whatever. He's a versatile player. We're going to do a lot of things on the court. Um, you and I uh, were talking amongst, amongst ourselves whether or not, you know, this might be a, a, a short-term thing for the Nets. However, um, according to, to Sham Sharania, uh, the Nets won at Ben Simmons before they did that Harden deal. And this kind of tracks with that story or those stories that we heard before about that Harden deal from the from the Rockets to the Nets um, being a three-team deal. I think that's what it was supposed to be before it kind of fell apart, you know, with Simmons going to the Nets, with Harden coming to the Sixers, and then with Houston getting the, the poo-poo platter or whatever picks that they got. So I think that's what it was supposed to be way back when. So they oh, like I, Simmons. But I don't – but do they like this Ben Simmons? They – at some point, they really liked Ben Simmons. I, I told them I'm going to put that out there. If they really liked Ben Simmons and are committed to, you know, to this, because, again, this is probably this is probably it for them because if they can't figure it out with these three guys, then I, I don't know what you do next. Cause no, this is but, it. like, do you need to figure it out by this season? Kyrie coming back next year? Yeah, I don't think I don't think they want any more additional time with that man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I really so... don't like, 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 like I, I think like I don't know, and I and I think this comes back to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are never going to like they like this is where I will hold the star players for having power accountable and say, "Yo, you made all these moves and you didn't win championships." That's a bad look, buddy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like that's like, and, and I don't mind if, like, I don't care if you use it. However, if you do use it, you better win. And they're not, are they even going to have an Eastern Conference Finals to speak on? Probably not. Again, like, they're, they're down the track in the playoff, you know, in the playoff hunt right now. Again, Durant's still out. You know, Ben Simmons is out, you know, for an indeterminate period of time. And as of right now, Kyrie Irving is not eligible to play home games, although that sounds like that's going to change in a few weeks. Um, and they have one of the harder schedules in, in the Eastern Conference down the track. So, again, like like if – I mean, they'll make the playoffs. But, I mean, like they'll probably have – they'll probably, you know, be the road team in the first couple of series. Um, so, will they and, make the Eastern and Conference like, who knows? Like, I don't yeah. know, like, what's – what team they get in the first round? Like, what if they get Milwaukee in the they first round? They might get Milwaukee. Or, they might get Miami. Or, yeah. Yeah. Can they beat Miami in a, in a seven-game series? Without home court advantage? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. So, yeah. So, you know, it's going to be – it's really – it's good. This, like, this this next, you know, however many – is it eight weeks, seven weeks of the, of the NBA season? Like, it's really going to be – this this playoff run is going to be – or run to the playoffs. It's going to be really interesting. No, that um, being said, I like, even though the Nets are – like – if if Durant just can carry because like I don't know even with all like even with the Nets being that like this is still like I don't know like there's no unbeatable team in the East no like I don't know like if, if somehow the Nets beat the Bucks or the Heat in the first round I would not be surprised like I don't like that's not like this is a Kevin Durant the yo if I'm healthy and kudos to them for just saying yo we ain't bringing you back until you're one thousand percent healthy. Kevin Durant can carry a team. Correct. And especially in an East where there's no, like, no, like, super elite team, that's possible. So, I, I mean, I think the Nets are playing it right. I just don't know, even with a, like, I don't know, Terminator mode Kevin Durant, who else is defending on the six? Uh, who else is defending other than Ben Simmons on the Nets? I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a good question. But you're right. The, between the Nets and the Sixers and the – Bucks in the Heat, like any of those four teams, could make it out of the Eastern Conference, and no one would be surprised um, if that happens. Uh, the Phil- uh, the Sixers got a little bit of uh, insurance, I should say, uh, for the center position, signing Willie Cauley Stein to a ten day contract earlier this week. Again, Willie Cauley Stein kind of bounced around the league, but he's a solid big body. Should give you some decent minutes behind Joel Embiid at the five spot. We'll see what happens if they extend that ten day deal. I do want to talk about All Star Weekend or the travesty. That is All-Star Weekend. I'm not even going to describe the celebrity game because I don't even know who those celebrities are. And I don't know <laughs> if it's a matter of because I'm old or just that or we're just kind of like lowered the bar for celebrities because um, I'm used to the years of Arn Duncan um, scoring 25 points, the Secretary of Education, just going ham in this game. But Saturday night, All-Star Saturday night, I used to make it a point. I used to like, that was a big night. That was the, the stunt contest and the three-point contest. And even during the two-ball years and all that good stuff, that was a big night. Dunk contest used to be something. Used to mean something. This was one of the worst dunk contests I've ever seen in my life. It was horrendous. 
And no offense to Juan Toscano Anderson. No offense to Obi Toppin. No offense to Cole Anthony who dunked in Tim's and that was supposed to be great. And I love Jalen Green. I think Jalen Green, Jalen Green might be my favorite rookie this whole class. <laughs> that dunk contest was horrendous. It was horrendous. I don't even know. Like, all right, I will do that. I will say this maybe one last time. There's two ways you can fix this. You either up the up the ante for this, because right now the winner of the dunk contest gets $105,000. The winner of the home run derby in baseball gets a million bucks. A million bucks. You telling me baseball? We don't even know when we're going to get some another baseball game. You telling me baseball can pony up some money for its midseason classic and basketball can't? So look, either up the ante to a million dollars for the winner, or to say, you know what, just find me the best four playground dunkers in the world and just have them dunk. Because the best dunkers probably in the NBA, they're them dudes you see on YouTube. Get them dudes and let them dunk. And then give one of those dudes like a 10-day contract or a G League contract or something. Because I'm tired of this. I'm done. No, I, I'm done. I, I, no, I think if, if if this meant something to the players, I don't think it would matter. Like if they, it was under five or 205, like they don't feel it's that important. It a million dollars. Like- million dollars. A million dollars is important to a lot of people. Just about everybody. You can't get John Morant for a million dollars? No. You these, can't. These guys, John Morant makes like $6 million a year. Yeah, I know, but you get a million dollars for an hour work? I, it's a lot of money. No, but I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel that, like, I don't know, like, you need the buy-in regard. Like, it, like, it needs to feel important. <laughs> like, I don't know. And, like, I don't know. To the players themselves, they don't think this is important. Until, until they feel like, I don't know, like, that this thing needs, like, it's important to the league. And, like, I don't, I'm not saying you need to do your part. Like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But, like, they don't feel it's that important. So they Why, though? Why don't you feel it's important? It used to be important. It used to feel no, important. No, but like a lot of traditions, just generations just said, screw it. They don't think it's that important. I think it's important. I think it's like, no, it's it's the marquee event of Saturday night. Like, I don't know. Like, like you didn't need Zach Levine for a million dollars, did you? No, but what I'm saying, like, you're right. You're right. We didn't need Zach Levine. We didn't need the Aaron Gordon. But they gave us the best dunk contest of all time. Was it five years ago? I don't even know. I'm losing track of time. A few years ago. How do we get from that to this in five years? Uh, Hamadou Diallo won a couple years ago. I don't even remember. No, I no, no, but I think that's like for for some reason the NBA and its players have just disregarded All Star Weekend. Period. Like I don't know. It comes to like I don't know, like the All Star Game. Like and 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 I, and I don't want to be like back in back in my day, but back in my day, people gave like. Gave effort in the All Star game. It did. Like I don't like. I feel that like I don't know. Like, like I understand if you can't play or like because you're hurt or, or whatever. Like and like I don't know. It's a long season or whatever excuse you want to make. But I I feel there has to be a way that like if you get voted in, like I don't know. That's that's a thing. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some sort of exhibition tournament where the players are playing hard. If you want a tournament where players are playing hard, I have my mid-season tournament idea. I know you hate it, but I'm telling you it's coming. So just be ready for it. We can just have that instead of the All-Star game. Just have the mid-season tournament instead of the All-Star game, and then everybody wins. But why Like, but why? Why do we need this stupid uh, uh, tournament game? Like, I don't know what changed. It's a, it's a, it's a quite like, no, because, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what happened to the mindset of the players. They just, they just rather just party. Like, I don't, yeah, like, there's no party. That's what I'm saying. All Star Weekend is just a party at this point. All right, fine. Well, then let's make it a more important party. All right, like you guys can get all your partying in you want, but you know what? You got to play some basketball too. Like everybody's got to yeah. play a couple games that matter. You know, in no, the, in the grand scheme of things. I, I I watched three minutes of that Rising Stars game. That was atrocious. Yeah, not good. It's a it's, it's just the All Star game with guys who could jump higher. Like it really no, is. I, no, I don't. But I, I think. If you're gonna make All Star Weekend just a party, don't don't schedule games. Period, because it so, just makes things look worse. But I mean, you can't just have a party. Like you, can't, like you can't just have like everybody just come to this town and just hang out for a week. I mean, like that ain't gonna work. So you got to have something there. Clearly, the All Star Game does is not the something anymore. Neither is the dunk contest. You can keep the three point contest. That's fine. Just have a two week party in Vegas and have a tournament with real stakes attached to it, like they're going to do in a couple of years, because Adam Silver's already hinted at it. Just have that, 
and just ditch the All Star Game and ditch the dunk contest and ditch all the stupid stuff and just yeah. do that. Let's do a lot. That's, that's, let me be the GM or the, the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Let me be the commissioner. Speaking of which, shout out to Adam Silver and the NBA because you know what? They get some things right and they got the NBA 75th celebration right. They had the 75th celebration um, in Cleveland where they had the 50th celebration and the 30th anniversary celebration. And they put together, you know, the list of the greatest 70, the 75 greatest NBA players of all time, actually 76 because of a tie, either, either here or there. And everybody debates, you know, who the greatest player is of all time and, you know, the you know who's the GOAT and whatever like that. The answer to the GOAT question, the definitive answer to the GOAT question was found this weekend because my man's was at Daytona in the afternoon, got on the PJ, came, to Cleveland, came to Cleveland late. No, 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 no. I don't know if he was at – he might have been at Daytona. Well, probably not because he probably was like completely in the opposite side of the country from that man. Um, man in Daytona, got on the PJ, flew to Cleveland, got to Cleveland right before halftime, and was the star of the event, one Michael Jeffrey Jordan, who got nothing but love from everybody in the building. And that's how you know who the GOAT is. No, it's it's not even love. No, it's not even love. It's like, it's like reverence. Yes. Like, like these, like, like these dudes never saw this dude play a a minute. These dudes are legends. Yeah. Like, no, like (laughs) this is where, uh, like, there are a lot of stupid sports arguments on Twitter. This, this will always be the most pointless, most just nonsensical argument ever is LeBron versus MJ because anyone with three cents in their brain knows that it's not even a question. Like, I don't know. Like I, I had no idea, like seeing LeBron James as a top five player in the, in the, in the history of basketball it, it is an insult, but apparently it is. Michael Jordan is the greatest player that's ever played the game. It, it, it is, you could say influential on the game, in the game. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Like, I don't know, like, it, like every, every, every facet of basketball, Michael Jordan, is the best, most influential, greatest. Dan. I'm only going to push back on this. You can say LeBron James is more talent is a more talented, more skilled basketball player than Michael Jordan. However, when it comes to the greatness of, of being a basketball player, is Michael Jordan in the landslide? That's it. That's all. That's all. That's that's the only thing. That's the only thing I'm going to because people get confused and they'll say greatest, and they mean best, or best mean greatest. Like LeBron James can do more things on a basketball court, or could do more things, can do, could do whatever in his prime. The Mike could in his prime. And again, that's fine. This is a different era. They're different guys. Like I get it. It's whatever like that. However, when it comes to greatness, it's not even close. Well, it's, it's not. No, it's not even it's close. Not I'm close. not going to say it. it's not close. No, it's not even close. close. I'm not going to talk myself into it. It's not close. He's not, not close. even the second best player of all time. I don't know what the hell we're talking about here. It's he's not, not probably close. not even the third. It's not. Yeah. He's, Probably not even fourth, but like, 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 we're not, we're not doing this, people. We're not, like, we're not gonna do it. Like, again, when you see Mike come up, and you see, you know, Magic Johnson go crazy, and you see Gary Payton go crazy, and you see Mike go up to Luka Doncic, give him a hug, and Cat go, like, you just see like re- extraordinarily gifted athletes turn into kids when Michael Jordan comes around. That don't happen for nobody else. Don't happen yeah. for. It don't happen for. LeBron, like it doesn't happen. And again, like these all guys are all great. It doesn't happen for LeBron. It doesn't happen for Kareem. It doesn't happen for Bill Russell. It doesn't happen for these guys. These guys. But when Mike comes around, it's like, yo, this is the guy. Yeah, the guy. Well, and I think, like, I don't know, like, it, it, it's always interesting to see the interaction between him and LeBron because obviously there's like a lot, lots, lots of mutual respect. But I don't think there, that's a friendship because I feel like I don't know, like, it's hard to be friends with someone when like you're trying to chase his. Chase his stat, like his status on like on, on right. like Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like I don't know, like we we don't need to be friends with everyone in sports. Like that, like that, like this is why. Like you can't tell me that like Michael Jordan still isn't driving LeBron James, even when he makes these. Like you don't think like I don't know the number of rings he has is factoring in whenever he tells the GM to make a stupid trade. Like yeah. I don't know, like no, no, like and people ask, is there anything he could do? No. Unless he's Marty McFly and can turn back <laughs> time and not lose to JJ Barea. No, there's nothing. There is nothing. There's nothing, nothing that LeBron can do to, to absolutely to, not. I don't know about that. I'm I'm gonna I, I'll say this. I don't think it's gonna happen. 
No, but he, in, in, in your mind, what could he do to... No, this is no... No, no, no. You're giving in. No, no, no. What are the things that he could do to be number one? Number one. Win three titles. If he win three more titles, we can, we can talk. No, he's not going to do does it. it. Does it but. matter how he wins them? I don't care. Hey, well, he's got he's got to be the alpha dog. Okay. Three alpha titles. If he if he has seven titles and is the all time points leader and, and top ten in assists and top like you know what I mean he's gonna be in top ten in like eighteen different categories. But we but, can have a discussion. Nothing, but nothing less. Not one. Nothing, no, no, not no, no. two. Not one. Not two. Got to be three. Yeah. No. No. Because no. if you if you have seven titles, I don't know. I don't know how many MVPs does he have? I think it's five. Seven titles, five MVPs, all time leading scorer. You know, top ten in assists, top ten in rebounds, or fifteen, or whatever he's going to wind up being in rebounds. We can have a discussion. Now, granted, he's 37, 36, 37. Like he ain't going to get there. But if he did, then we can have a discussion. So, so him is like the second best player next to Bronny James. Does that count? That <laughs> that does not count. No, you can't. You can't be the beta to Bronny James uh, and get you get yourself. You know what, man? No. Like I. Like respect LeBron for like using every ounce of his power, but you know what, man, dude, it, it it's getting a, it's getting a little much. At this it's, point. it's a little, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, it's a little bit extra. Like, like yeah, no, <laughs> I, 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 like this is getting pretty. Like no, and I've always said, man, like I don't know, like there's nothing wrong with exhibiting your power, but just remember that there's a expectation and maybe a backlash. Deal with both. That's all I ask. Like I don't know, and, and I and like and I'm sorry, Durant making all these power moves to get Kyrie and Harden. That's on his tombstone, pal. I'm sorry. Deal with the backlash, yeah. No, deal, deal, and deal with the backlash. Kevin Durant is not a top ten player for the love of God. He's probably top fifteen, but you know we can again. That's another debate. But what? You don't think Kevin Durant's a top fifteen? You got to. I don't know what no. to tell you. You don't think Kevin Durant's top fifteen player? You don't think Kevin Durant is a top 15 player of all time? I think he's a top 20-ish. He, he has two championships. I understand. I understand. But in the history of the game. One. One. In the history of the game, have you ever seen anybody? No, like, no, no, no. See, no, see, this is where, no, no. Like, I don't know. Like, like no, no, no. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. This is a very back in my, no. I need to see empirical evidence. Wasn't the best player on any of those title teams. Booted. Ain't going to win another championship. What, what if Kevin Durant never wins a championship ever again? Is, is, is he still top 15 in your mind? He's probably, like, all right, I'll say he's 15 to 20. He's okay. 15 to 20. He's 15 to 20. Like, he's probably 17 if I had to, like, put it down. But he's... And, 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 and people think thinking he's over Steph Curry is insane. Oh, no, Curry no, 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 no. Is, We're not doing that. Absolutely We're not, higher we're than not doing that. Curry, we're not doing Curry... Other than other than LeBron, he, Curry is the closest top ten all time player that's playing, and I think Curry's the only player in my mind that can get to ten. Curry. Uh, the only reason why I, I the only guy I might throw in there because he's so young is Giannis. Um, because I think Giannis like Giannis is probably like a couple hairs below Durant now. Um, and if he wins a couple more titles, then we got to talk about it. Uh, but he's the only other guy, I think. I can't think of anybody else. Like, nobody else is going to be. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There, it's a very short list of dudes that can bang in the top 20. Like, I don't like No, like, I, I feel the only guys that can humanly, like, that can realistically get there are Giannis, Durant, Curry. That's it. Yeah, because I don't think, I mean, God bless Kawhi. I think he's kind of too far down the track um, to get there. Um, yeah, no, that's probably it. No, that's probably it. But we're not here to debate the 75 list as of yet because we'll do that at, at some point. Um, I do want to talk some football before we get out of here and some wrestling before we get there. We'll save the draft stuff for later. I do want to congratulate uh, Troy Aikman for finally getting the Tony Romo size bag from ESPN, even though the fact that, in my opinion, it's probably been better than Tony Romo ever since Tony Romo. Yes. Got I, didn't, I didn't know Aikman was there for 20 years at Fox. Yes. Was 20 years? Good Lord. Like, that's, what, that's like the shortest 20 years in the history of life, man. It doesn't seem like it was that long. Anyhow, Troy Aikman got the Tony Romo money to go do Monday Night Football with ESPN. TBD on his uh, play-by-play partner. I doubt it would be Steve Levy, so you have fun with that, Steve Levy. No, um, that's a, no this is a huge coup. Huge pickup. Huge. I, yeah. I, I mean, I've always, like, I always thought 
Aikman was one like the better. Like I'd say he's a top three color NFL guy, regardless of what team they're under or, or, or whatever. Like I, I always felt, I always felt he was better than Romo. I always thought Romo is good, but he's very like that whole predicting plays gets old very quick. I don't need you to predict plays. I need you to be. No, like I feel like he has that Joe Tessitore way too excited vibe sometimes. Yeah, he's loud. Yeah, yeah, like I don't need you to laugh. And I always, I, I, I felt for the longest time, I thought Buck Aikman was the best number one team. I don't think they're like I, I, for me. I think the best football play by play guy is Ian Eagle. Like I don't know. Like and and the other and Kevin Burkhart's really good. So yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, this is a big like and. People say, oh, you don't, like, I don't know. And, and you say, oh, you don't pay, you don't watch the games. Like, I don't know if, if it's the announcement. It's like, how many freaking tweets do you get a game to say, yo, this broadcaster sucks? So don't, so don't tell me that, like, the broadcasting doesn't matter. That's the thing. Like, Aikman, Aikman's one of those guys where, like, you know, you, like, he's never, he never you puts him in himself in a position where he, you criticize. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't really no, say anything. That's, like, goofy. No, he's not saying anything old, man. Like, yeah. Well, will he do the whole analytics thing? Sure, whatever. I'm not. I'm, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the end of the world. But I feel like I don't know. Every one of these guys, just on some level, just I remember something they do, and it's not for the good thing. Like like Collinsworth. Right, Collinsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Like and Al Michaels, who is a legend, an absolute legend, but hasn't really been an A number one play by play guy for a few years. I think yeah. he's like he's still really good. Right. But I, if I'm if I'm Amazon, I'm trying to find the next up and coming dude. But like, I don't know. They need like a splash hire. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm really interested to see. Like, I mean, does ESPN and and this is why people need to just say, oh, ESPN's down to two. They pay two billion dollars a year, right. a year for these games. They, yeah. they will easily pay eighteen million dollars for Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so I saw people saying like, "Oh, why is it, why is the ESPN paying Troy so much money, bro? They paid two point six billion dollars a year for for, for football for that, seventeen no. for seven, seventeen Monday Night Football games. It's like, what no, are we talking about? Even, 18. Not even the life of the contract. I hear. Yeah, yeah. One no, year. They, yeah, they get eighteen games. They get the playoff. And they, this year, they actually get the Super Bowl. A, ABC gets the Super Bowl, so they're part of the rotation in the Super Bowl, which is good. But they're paying billions of dollars a year to, to broadcast like twenty three games. It's like they like this is fine. Like they got the money. Like it's cool. No, <laughs> I think I, I think the next question is: Do they have enough in the vault to get his to get his teammate? I don't know. Like, what makes the most sense? Like, I don't know. Like, the, like the, for me, <laughs> like, it, like if you want more bang for your buck, I try to get Ian Eagle or 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 like a lesser guy because I I, I mean, but if, if you want that splash, it I think it, and it's really just reputation to say, yo, we know our games suck forever, and like I don't know, our, honestly, our broadcasting teams have kind of reflected that. Like, like the broadcasting teams for what the last ten years have been. Meh, like, yeah. I don't, like very mid MJF voice. Like yeah. I don't know. Like even like those Tarico Gruden were yeah. they elite? They weren't, they weren't good. No, no, they weren't good. Yeah. And then you had like, and you had the Dan, the Jason Witten era, the Booker era. Like I don't know. You just had like the Sean McDonough era. Like like oh god, you, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like they've had a lot of like you should not. If you take football seriously, you should not have a revolving door around your. That's the number one program on ESPN. Right. And, yeah. and, like, and it's not even close. I don't even know what second. Yeah, Stephen A. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your number, yeah, your number one football team, whether it's CBS or NBC or whatever, your number one football team should be your number one football team. You know, for five, 10, 15 years, like, you know, like that, that should be rock solid. But again, they've had their, like you said, the revolving. I forgot all about Sean McDonough. Yeah. <laughs> they've had the, uh, the. I don't know what you, like, I really don't know which, because again, I don't think Buck leaves, because again, Buck's got 18 other things going on. Obviously, Tariko's locked in. Like, does Al Michaels go to Amazon? Does he go to NBA, you know, ESPN? Is there somebody else that you can, like, I don't know what these, like, this is the, we, we, this, we know player contracts. We don't know, like, announcer contracts. And, like, I don't know, <laughs> this leaves a huge hole for Fox's number right. one broadcast. Right. I mean, like, who do you who do you promote? Greg Olson. I know Greg Olson's really good, but are you really to willing ready to promote a second year guy? But if he's the best dude, like and, I don't yeah. know, like no, and, and, and no, don't promote Drew Brees because he stinks yet. Like yeah. no, he's not good yet. Like I don't know, yeah. like some dudes are naturals. Like like I, I think Greg Olson's very good. I think he could end up, but Aikman was I, natural. Yeah, yeah, no, Aikman was a natural. I think like 
Man, you know what, man? I, Tony Romo was one of the most overrated media people ever. Ooh, wow. Ever. All, right. All right. No, like, no, he got, no. Like, I feel like he had that Gilbert run where he was spearing people and he would call Spider 2Y Banana and people would, like, say, oh, go, go, go. No, he was very, oh, like, he, he was not mid. Was not MJF mid. But he was, like, I he's not even the best color guy on, 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 AB, on CBS. Wow. Wow. All right. You know what? I want to talk with you about this offline. So we're gonna we're gonna say we're gonna table this. And this and, is not a Dallas Cowboy hate, because like, I don't I don't care if he's Dallas. Yeah. I just feel like I don't know. And and one, I don't think him and Nance have the best chemistry. On I don't know what their relationship is, but I don't think they vibe. Like I don't know because I feel he's Tony is too busy trying to like steal that shot, yeah. trying to like call out the next play, and like Jim's like, yo man, calm down, brother. Brother. <laughs> no, yeah, no. We got to talk about this offline, but I want to, We got three minutes left. I want to give you the chance to take your victory lap because you called this before, and I just I didn't want to see it. I, I just didn't want to see it. I think that's really what it was. But we saw Elimination Chamber 2022 last weekend in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and again Goldberg got pinned in a couple of that minutes because we all saw that. Bianca Belair gets her title shot. We all saw that, but. I guess the biggest outcome upset event, Brock Lesnar wins the Raw title and will face Roman Reigns, the head of the table, in a title v title match. Oh man! You called shades, before, of, so. shades of Hogan v Warrior at Skydome. No, I, so no, I'm gonna give you the I, I'm giving you the floor. You can have the floor. No, like someone. I, I wish I knew who this person was. Like, and this is why Twitter is good because I get to my insane ideas off off, off that app. This is really the only way. This is the appropriate series finale for Brock v. Rowe. Like, I don't know where, where you have two megastars. Like, I don't, like, and, and one, I think, and you know, I don't know, like, Vince is big on the WrestleMania moment TM. Like, I don't know. When, and how big of a moment is your greatest creation since, since Jonathan Anthony Felix Cena is carrying both titles in Dallas, Texas, in the middle of the ring. I know, I, I, like, th- this is what, like, this is what Vince wakes up to every night. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, and and, and not to the ratings, because I don't care about, no, like, I don't, like, I feel like he's going all in. Like, this is, like, and we didn't, and the wrestling public, and probably he, Vince didn't think he would ever get a megastar like this. This dude is having a Hulk Hogan run. We've seen Brock... And we've seen we've seen Brock Reigns before, but again, it wasn't to this level. Like you said, like and he I was think, able no, to build Reigns up. This dynamic has the public behind each because right. the the public hated Baby Roman. Like right. I don't know, they hated Baby Roman, and I, I think uh, I, and I think the public was getting tired of 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 heel Brock. Correct. Like, I don't know, this is, but this shows you, like I don't know, if you if if, if you build the character up. And you put the dude in some terrible sweaters, and you put him in some cowboy boots, and you throw Austin Theory off like ten feet off of a off, off of a chamber. Like I don't know. This no, I feel like if if the writers in WWE could could pick out in your mind of minds, this is a dream. Like I don't know. Like when you're doing GM mode, and like if it, like like this is this is the thing that's gonna get you the biggest gate. This is what this is why I keep having to remind myself. I got to take out take my personal opinion out of this. <laughs> what Vince is like? What is going to make me the most money? It is this clearly. So that's why they did it. I get it. I got it. Like again, whenever yeah, you trying to see both these things, think, no, that's and, it. And I think a lot of wrestling fans they don't want to see the business end of things. They don't because they they want to see character development. They want to say, "Yo, what are you at the expense of what are you trying to build up these?" these two superhumans like i don't know but wwe doesn't think that forward (laughs) no no they they don't don't. care they're looking at the next quarterly statement they're saying vince is talking to nick and saying yo nick what is going to make our our income statement look greater like no and like he sees the t-shirts made like i don't know with both belts like i don't know like i don't the stadium like he already has he's already talked to the birch people in stanford yo print these out baby yeah, so yeah, so we're gonna get what Vince wants again. Roman Brock Night Two WrestleMania. We'll talk a lot. I mean, a lot about WrestleMania 
coming up over the next few weeks because it's the first weekend of April. And we'll talk, hopefully, good. we'll have good things to say about uh, James Harden's debut this weekend in a Philadelphia 76ers uniform. But that's it for this week of the Broad Street Line. Again, you can catch us every Saturday. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcast. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.